TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm right song. Cause I still got a lot of fight left in me. Memphis Tigers brought the bones back. Yes, they did. I guess they had to haul those damn bones all the way down to Birmingham and then haul them all the way back. 94-pound trophy. Memphis wins 45-21. Listen, it didn't start out. It wasn't so pretty to start. They gave up touchdowns on the first two drives. Uh, But then dominated in the second half. 17-zip third quarter. Uh, They won the turnover, the all-important turnover battle. Four to zip. Blake Watson was back. Jeffrey, he wasn't chipped up any longer. No, he was not dinged up. He was not. He had 125 yards. Uh, and after giving up 332 yards in the first half to UAB, gave up just 49 yards in the second half. Roll 45 to 21. And as I said last week, as, as John Martin actually wrote in a column today for the Daily Monthly, you could read it. Kind of a sneaky, important game for the Grizzly and for the for the Tigers because. It's one thing to say, listen, we we, yeah, we lose to top 25 teams. Like the only teams we lose to are the top 25 Tulane and top 25 Missouri. And we, we gave them both a, a game. And then everyone else we beat. That's, 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 that's a credible thing to say about your football team. If you start losing a UAB or this week North Texas, yeah, it looks a little different. So really, honestly, sneaky big win for the Memphis Tigers. Your thoughts? I thought early... I kept wondering how much of UAB's success was Memphis was not prepared for what for the UAB right? the the quarterback rotation three different quarterbacks and I think when you saw the second half you realized once they in. once they kind of figured out all right here's what they like to do with each guy here's how we're going to defend it I had no faith that UAB was going to really consistently move the football the entire second half I thought it was their cleanest game of the year like it wasn't perfect. No, I asked. But I thought it was very clean. They they won a road conference game that wasn't against Navy. And I asked you the question last week, can they score? Because I thought it was going to be an offensive back and forth. Now, it turned out not to be. It started out that way. It started out, you thought, like, oh, this is going to be a free game. Could they score more than 40, like, in a conference game? And and sure enough, they did. Uh, 45-21. Seth was good enough. 19-28, 159 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he never now, really put the ball in danger. Right. Like, it became clear about midway through the second quarter. If Memphis 
didn't beat itself, they were trending towards it. Was they were going to take then over? Then the third, then the third quarter was, was correct. Was dominant. Uh, uh, unrelated. I have a column up about the University of Memphis. Talk to a guy who who uh, who is in charge of their grant writing for academic stuff, basically. Right, helps them get money for grants for academic stuff. It's just a great story. He's he's from Memphis, and he, of course, was held up at gunpoint at one point. And this is when he was working on some big grant. His name's Cody. And he uh, he's like, why, why do I do this? Why? I'm working on this big grant, and yet here I am. And then he said, this is basically why. Like, and, and, and then he talked, he went on and on and on, talking with incredible enthusiasm about all the work that is being done at the university. The, we tend to think of these universities as ivory towers. And the truth of the matter is, over at the University of Memphis, there are faculty members doing real work to solve real problems, including crime and poverty and stuff like that. But like, like all of the biomedical places in town, like, those are University of Memphis graduates who are who are Memphis is cranking out biomedical graduates to work on the, you know the biomedical issues. He just went on and on about all the unbelievable work going on at the university, and I found it to be inspiring. So if you want to duck over and read that column, it's up at the Daily Memphian. All right, who's next? Tennessee for a bit. I mean, in the first half, when it starts getting away and you thought, all right, here comes Alabama. They're making their move. And then Tennessee turns the the throw into double coverage into a pick. And then they went down and scored to end the half. You like I really started thinking, like, oh, Tennessee is like not just back in the game, like they might be back in the national narrative. And Joe then the Milton second half. First half was great. Yes. First half, Joe I mean, Milton was as good as I've like in a big game. He was uh, 16 of 22, 175 yards, two touchdowns, and ran the ball eight times for 43 yards. And he also he was running over people too. He made the big like the throw to the throw for the touchdown, the like to squirrel. That was a, that, that like, was a great. That catch. was a better catch than it was a throw. But it was still a darn good throw. It was a good throw. Correct. Unbelievable catch. Correct. But and I mean, in the first half, he. Like, you're sitting there going and, like, and, oh. And Alabama's getting nothing. They interview Saban at the quarter. He's like, this is, a, this is we, we got to get going. We got to get going. Right, we got to get going. Um, they got going. 27 zip in the second half. And if you're looking for a moment, I don't know if it really came down to a moment, but it is interesting. I mean, I've been on the side of uh, the numbers say you got to go for it on fourth down. Right? We had two more, though. This We had two more. This week that that bit the coach in the ass. One was the uh, Arizona State Washington game. That yeah, was yeah. That that was less of the decision. That was more of the decision of the quarterback to throw it where he did. Like at that point, with so Dillingham, you gotta game, go. At that game, Arizona State's winning seven six. It's fourth and three at the Washington twelve. <laughs> he throws a pick six. So I was fine with that one, and here's why. And I was, because what is 10 to 6? Well, it gets you a touchdown instead of a field goal difference. Correct, yeah. but I think you have to operate As under the assumption. 
if Washington has to put one drive together to go get a touchdown, they can do it. So you, And it was so hard for Arizona State to get the ball just down there. Weirdly enough, though, they didn't do it. Like, that was the only touchdown. Like, that, they won 15-7. Yeah, but then they started, you know, then yeah. they started knowing Arizona State can't do this. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but anyway, in the Alabama-Tennessee game, fourth and one. Tennessee is facing a fourth and one. At this point, they're still leading 22-7. They're at their own 47. They go for it. Get stuffed. Five, play delay, five, five plays later, Alabama takes the lead in that. How do you feel about that one? I got it. What he was doing is you don't... You get one damn yard. I get it, actually. <sighs> get one yard. And that was it. And not only that, like... It wasn't fourth and three. It was fourth and one. Get one damn yard. It also felt like every time you gave the ball back to Alabama, uh, was, yeah. they were going to go score. So, um, yeah, disappointing, obviously, uh, for Tennessee. I saw Joe Rexroad over at The Athletic. He raises this question of, is there a – does Tennessee have a road problem? Last, last year, South Carolina. This year, Florida, Alabama collapsing on the road. Does Tennessee have a collapsing on the – dealing with adversity on the road problem? And then I've seen other people who ask us, does Tennessee have a we got screwed by the referees problem? They yeah, were penalized I know eight was... times for 55 yards. Alabama, very clean game by those. What do you call them? Good, nice lads? What do you call them? Good, whatever, fine Good kids. Good, Good kids. kids from out. One, one for five yards. Mm-hmm. Hypo asked about it. He, he gave an exaggerated moment of silence um, and uh, clearly agreed that they did not get the benefit of calls. Yeah, but a lot of their penalties were just false starts. That's true, too. Like, I don't think they have a road problem. I think there's a reason why we say it, like, in the SEC, in the NFL, like, going on the road and it's winning hard. is hard to do. Like, I think— Unless you have overwhelming talent, correct. and they just don't. They have good talent, good players. That was a competitive football the, yeah, game. competitive football game. Like, I think going on the road, it's, by the flip side, it's like, well, do they have an advantage at home? Probably so. All Seems right. like it's a pretty uh, tough place to play. Next. All right, Tennessee now, where are they headed? They got, they got, they, they still have tough, like, the games that will help decide the season against Kentucky, Missouri, right? Like, yes. Are they going to go? They still feel 9-3 and three to me. Like, that was not a, there was nothing embarrassing nothing, no. about that loss. Nothing at all. All right. So they got Kentucky coming up on Saturday, and you know it's like death taxes. Tennessee just beats Kentucky, no matter no matter how good Kentucky might be and how bad the Vols may be. Like they always end up winning. Then they get UConn at Missouri, Georgia at home, Vandy. Uh, this was Ohio State. Ohio State uh, beats Penn State, twenty to twelve. And interestingly enough, well, there's two stories here. One, uh, the Ohio State defense. With Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator salty. from Oklahoma, that's, that's a, that is a salty-ass defense. Yes. Um, so that's clearly part of it. Uh, Marvin Harrison is tremendous, obviously. 11 catches, 162 yards. But a lot of the talk after this one is Penn State. One of 16 on third down. Um, and James and I Franklin. I think that one came in garbage time. James Franklin, three and sixteen versus AP top ten teams. Three and sixteen at Penn State. So frustrating because Penn State could win another ten games this year, and yet you, 
yet you, you, you wonder it seems so kind of futile. When your Listen, aspirations I, are higher. I'm not someone that wants to just always take up the mantle for James Franklin. I think he I think he he runs his mouth and puts himself in a lot of the spots that he's in. I will say this. Having watched every snap of this game, I felt like those two teams were the exact same thing with one key difference. One team had Marvin Harrison and the other didn't. Because like I don't think it, Kyle it is like, amazing. He just any time he was you in knew trouble, exactly he where threw he was. To Marvin Harrison. Correct. And like I know there's it's some interesting things. that a receiver makes that much. But like, you have to account. He's like it's playmaker. But they're accounting for him, and he still gets 11 catches. Oh, I know for 162 I mean, yards. That was the whole point to me. It's like but two pretty limited quarterbacks, but one had Marvin Harrison correct. to throw to. And I think if you put Marvin Harrison I mean, on the limited, other side, in, I'm not no, saying that they're always going to be limited. They're no, young, but like young they're, quarterbacks. Yeah, but like neither of them were like particularly sharp. You didn't like everything felt slow, and there's. It's just one guy had the ultimate get-out-of-jail-free card. Did Ohio State give you much confidence no. if you were that they could beat Michigan? No. No. I mean, no. But I can't wait but to— salty defense. I can't wait till yet again I'll talk myself into Ohio State against Michigan because of the line. All right, next. Yeah, I mean, listen, this was not—it uh, was kind of messy. Let's just say that. Particularly in the first, first half. First half— Two turnovers, seven penalties, gave up three sacks, uh, fumbled that snap on the field goal. Yep. The muffed punt. Yes. The uh, one of six on third down. <laughs> like all of this in uh-huh. the first half. Um, and uh, but after that, it they took care of business. Um, Quinchon Judkins really good, 124 yards, and they have now beaten Auburn back to back for the first time since 51-50. Two, it is interesting to me. Ole Miss has won. Tulane was reasonably close. Georgia Tech's close to the half. LSU close. Arkansas close. Like, they're... What does it say? That they're not that great or that they're good at finding a way? I think it's... They do not have... Like, when you're talking about the going on the road and dominating, like, they don't have the talent to do that. But I do think what they have is they've got... They've got a veteran or a quarterback that's played a lot of football. Right. And... Yes, he makes the mistake in the first half. Yeah. But in the entire, like, all these games, it's really come down to which quarterback makes a throw. And in most of the games that we're mentioning, with the exception of the Alabama game, he's made a couple of key throws that have decided the game. Like LSU, he has the big throw to Franklin. This game, another big throw uh, to Franklin. I'm sorry, the LSU game was the big throw to Harris. He's got this throw to Franklin. The Tulane game, he made a big play on fourth down. Like, I think that's kind of really the difference. And then... They've clearly upgraded a defensive coordinator. They have a coordinator that knows what he's doing. Um, six and one. Can't complain about that. Now they got Vandy and AM at home. No, I mean, they're now at the point where anything like less than nine and three is a disappointment given how they and then started. They go to Georgia. Correct. Who's next? Have we ever played this in celebration? We have not. Decided to go get it today. <laughs> That says something. Virginia knocks off North Carolina. One in five Virginia, 23 and a half point dog. First top 10 road win. This is a lot, seems like a long time. Ever. Okay. Ever. And this is, I believe, according to them, the South's oldest rivalry. Uh, and uh, a sturdy effort. They ran the ball 54 times, 228 yards. Time of possession, 37 minutes to 22, basically. 
Uh, Drake May, 50% completion percentage. And uh, North Carolina, 4 of 15 on third and fourth downs. Again, like, uh, happy for Virginia. But but this was feels, a Mac Brown special. Feels like a Mac Brown special. Last yeah. last yeah last year was Georgia Tech. This is what they, this is what they do. Just in the middle of of a season, there's a, a dog poop. Again, I'm with you. Like credit to Virginia. I, you don't ever want to see like a team just have like no oh, reason for playing. So credit to them for getting that. I still don't know what to do with Drake May. There are times that I watch Drake May and I'm like. Give me this guy. Like, I, I, especially when Caleb's just farting around like he is right now. Like, I don't love the way that he's carrying himself. He, he wants to own piece of the, the team that drafts him. Congratulations, buddy. Like, he, I, I'd, I'd like a seven figure contract. Like, congratulations. He's just, I don't know. It's Drake it keeps me wanting more from him. Well, certainly, certainly. Uh, but I mean, like, to act as if, you know. All right, who are we going to blow up? Who are we going to blow up? We got two options. Yeah, well, we're going to blow them both up. <sighs> it was just two years ago, wasn't it? Just two years ago. Sam Pittman comes in here, ends a 20-game conference losing streak. They go 9-4. and four. The toast of Slaughtered Texas at home. Now... 0-5 in conference. They've lost six straight. Six straight? Is that right? Yes. Is that right? I may be wrong. And today they fired their OC. Dan Enos. Rehired in January. Uh, they averaged an, uh, a nifty 2.9 yards per play. They've got KJ Jefferson at quarterback. I mean, the reason why... I don't think Dan Enos got fired from scheme. I think Dan Enos got fired because when you watched this game, like, the offense just quit. Straight up quit on. I mean, it was it was wildly apparent. State wins seven to three. I mean, listen, I, I'm not I'm not sell, I'm not we're not playing state's fight song for beating Arkansas seven. No, to they three. were on the field while Arkansas completely self destructed. I mean, the thing that you have to say if you're gonna if you're gonna take the approach of Sam Pittman that they have, which is CEO type runs the program, lets his coaches coach. Well, he had Kendall Bryles on offense, and then he had Barry Odom on defense. He has not replaced them. And that's the problem that's when the you problem. have the CEO coach and you lose your you lose the coordinators like it becomes harder and harder to hire. So is he going to uh, be back next year? So the complicating factor is there's some contract clause where if you take out the COVID year if he is sub 500 overall, it changes the buyout. And so there's the question of, is he? are they going to trigger that? I suspect a lot of this is going to be based upon they're going to start doing some talking and find out who can we get. And if they get it. Who's going to be at, Who's going to be the new OC? Yeah. Correct. Or is there someone that's willing to take the Arkansas job? I, oh, I suspect I that oh, might happen. Oh, who we can get as. Correct. Right, I see. And if they don't get a name, then you. <clears throat> All right. We got a special, uh, special mm. one, though. We got a special one. We don't normally blow up two teams, but. Not every day that a team puts Adolf Hitler on their uh, scoreboard. Correct. A photo of Adolf Hitler. And this is a special. Did a team put a photo of Adolf Hitler on their scoreboard? Yes. And uh, and one did. It was the Michigan State Spartans. Uh, for those keeping score at home, Jeff, 
Hitler pictures on the scoreboard, one. Points on the scoreboard, oh, zero. Oh, 49 no. to zero. Do you know how hard it is to go into this weekend where everyone is just ripping Michigan, Harbaugh, everything, and to somehow come away that weekend looking like the bad guy? Right. That is so tough to do. Hey, it was a third party. Uh, yes, of provider. course. Yeah. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.